In the summertime, when the weather is high, you can get right up and tickle your thigh. <laughs> the weather's fine. You've got women, you've got women on your mind. I don't think we should stop. Have with a that. drink, have a drive, or go out and see what you can drive. Da, 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 da. Oh, it's a hot day in the cheap show office, and I've got a very sweaty orifice <laughs> in the summertime. I've got cheap show, I've got cheap show on the mind. Can we start again, please? Have a I'm... smoke. Have a laugh. Come to cheap show all the time. It's a hot day. Should we start again? Try to give it some energy. All right, I'll try to give it some energy. Paul, are you okay? No, it's too (laughs) hot to record a podcast. Should we mention that all the windows and doors are open? We're not keeping. Shall we mention that? I don't know. Are you asking me? Am I having? Do I have any involvement in this opening? segment I'll anymore. Tell you what, do I? You, I've got your little Kinder, Kinder Egg toy egg. to keep oh. yourself busy while I do the intro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very hot oh. day here at Cheap Show Towers. It's funny colour, this. Yeah. Oh, it's got little dinosaurs in. It's a little dinosaur Kinder Egg. I got it's it like weeks ago. It's a Stegosaurus. I got it weeks ago. It's a Stegosaurus. I got it weeks ago. I forgot all about it. So. It's a Stegosaurus. What do you want me to say <laughs> to that? Yes. Yes. I did. Right, I've got a song for the opening because it's on. hot. In the summertime, when I've got a bum and I sweat right out, and the minutes they come, minutes melting, minutes melting down my ass. When it, well, ah, I tell you what, that reminded me of something. I've got a tufty nugget and it's melting in the sun. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Cheap Show on a hot day. Every welcome minute. to the show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Cheap show, you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap show. Off brand, brand, off, off show. It's the price of shite. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast where we go through the bargain bins, the charity shops and pound lands of Great Britain and beyond to bring you the treats amongst the trash. I'm Paul Gannon. I'm Eli Silverman. We also bring you the treasure. Yes, I was meant to say treasure and treats came out. I don't know why. You know what would be a treat, Paul? Would it be kissing me on the tip of my... <laughs> no, it's always the tip of your nose. dick, isn't it? Nose, I was going to say. I'd kiss the tip of your nose. You'd do that then? No. Not now. I'm not doing... No, no, I'm not doing it Kiss now. the tip of I'm my I'm not nose. doing it now. The fans might like it. They're shipping us. I can't stop. I've got an image of a hairy winnet sort of squelching. That you created, so and shut leave, up. leaving a nasty... That you created, so shut up. So don't complain about something you're, you've created and now complain about... You are the author of your own destruction, this Mr. Bond. This Stegosaurus is standing on an egg. Is it? It's standing inside an egg. Like it's hatched. It's like Mork. Well, do you like it? You want to put it on your shelf of interesting not items? Really. No, not really. Fuck you. I got you that nice old special. What for? For this moment of the show. I thought it'd be a highlight. People talk about it. Oh, do you remember episode 240 where Eli got a plastic Kinder Egg dinosaur? Yes, it was for the ages. I was there listening with Grandpapa and Grandmama around the fire for fire <laughs> and having a great time. And I remember Eli said spoff and Paul said, oh, Eli. And it was a great episode. Help me, Eli. <laughs> it's Nothing's coming out. <laughs> Nothing is working. Please I was interject. just about to say we should do this more with you just talking <laughs> and me just looking at a, a dinosaur. Oh, he's having another beer. Chin chin. What have we got coming up on this show? Today Paul? on Cheap Show, we will be going back to Tales from the Shop Floor. Okay, we've uh... the once cancelled, now reviled and revised segment of the show. Less scat. I don't know. Less <laughs> scat. There less, is less scat. There's definitely can you less... guarantee less scat in I this episode? I can guarantee less scat, less boff, less spew. What less is the cum count? No mucus. I want to no... know what the cum count the is. The cum count is low. Um, I want to know what the bogey number is. No bogeys. I want to know what the um, licking of objects count is. Oh, I've got it all frothy now. I want to know what the froth count is. The froth count is high. Is it? It is. Is it spittle froth in the corner of your no, tennis coach's mouth? It's it's that lovely trickle, trickle, pre-cum trickle <laughs> delight to solve. Okay, I think we're reaching maximum verbal 
spewage here. Well, compared to how we were before we started recording, we were just lying there going, oh, it's too hot, let's not do this. <laughs> I think it's an improvement. <laughs> okay, it is, I suppose. So, yeah, tells from the shop floor. Tells from nice the shop, shop, chipper shop floor. And then we're going to, at a place we've not visited in a while, the froth shop for some candy delights. I thought you were going to say the, uh, the bathroom. I've been to the bathroom plenty of times in recent memory. I did want to bring that up, actually. That was Why? one of these little things I wanted to talk about at the top of the show. Yeah, go on. My nuts. Yeah. Yeah. These nuts. They are. Yeah. Glistening. Yeah. Very, very clean. Just want to reassure everyone about I don't agree on that. a day like this that your balls are, you know, They actually get cleaner. Then on sweaty days, they get cleaner. So what? Your balls are like Elvis's performance suit. Yes. Where apparently sweat cleans it. Yeah. So sweat cleans your own balls, suggesting your balls have... I have self-sweat cleaning balls. So why do you... So is it the I balls? thought this bit would work. It's not, is it? We're both <laughs> finding this out today. We're both discovering Nothing's this. working, man. Nothing's working. I'm just a sweaty. I'm the sweaty Poronos. Hey. I am Mr. Sweaty Poronos, and hey. I will... What? Should we just not do the episode and stop right now? I <laughs> <laughs> Really? Can we start again? Can we do a, should we do a clip show? I, it's really bad, Paul. Should we start again? No, yes. this is... We, we commit to this every, every week. It is podcast verite. Audio verite. It's truth. <sighs> truth is life. Life. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Go on. It's <laughs> not going to work. It's not. Right. So I do, I do want to mention one story on my journey down here. Oh, yes. Right. So I seem to attract people on public transport who like to foul themselves. And, <laughs> and this one was no exception, I take this it. This one might have been the be-all, end-all of my... Really? Yeah, so... I've never seen anyone actually shit on public transport. It seems to happen you happen to you, like, quarterly. It's almost as if life goes, you need content for your dirty podcast. Here's some. <laughs> and I go, yes, I'll take it, universe. Thank All you. All manner of transport shittage you've witnessed over the years. I think if you remember back to the earliest episodes of Cheap Show, I talked about um, the guy who pissed on himself on the underground... You know, the guy took a poo on the bus. Yeah, top deck, you wasn't know, it? Literally and figuratively a top decker. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so in this instance, I was on the Met Line coming in towards King's Cross. Yes. And around about Wembley Park, this guy so gets you're still on. still overground. Overground. This guy gets on. The Met on. Line does emerge above ground. Yes. When it gets north. Yes. Yes, Just it does. And then goes underground once it gets closer to the in, inner part of the city. That's true. Right. <laughs> Just give some context. Yeah, so... The sun was coming through the Wembley windows. Park, this man gets on, and he must have been in his late 60s easily, right? Short, stout, very rotund. Okay. Wearing a yellow string vest and the tightest pair of, I'm not even going to call them shorts. It was almost a thong, and everything was spilling out. And he had one flip-flop on and one flip-flop just on his toes being dragged or bind on his feet. And he had a little bottle of wine in his hand. Oh, God. And he stunk of everything really he stunk of everything so he so he w strolls over and just sits you know because obviously masking covid trains public transport this woman's got a this little old lady's got a mask on and he walks past and i'm like oh jesus because it was a little bit of shit a little bit of booze a little bit of piss a little bit of bo all right. in one oh, tundra good. of scent yes so he goes and sits right next to her tundra and she after about 30 seconds gets up covering her mouth yeah like, and, run, and runs away yes. to the other part and then he just sits there, right, for the next few stops, and he's nodding off, and his wine is spilling on himself as he kind of nods uh. off. And it's going on his legs, and it's trickling down the, pla you know, along the train floor. And then, because you, you're trying to block the man out, right? You're not, uh. you're trying to, you know, you get a waff every now and then, but you try and block oh, him out. It, anyway, you should move. You should have moved the carriage. Anyway, we're just about to go underground at Finchley Road, and then out the corner of my ear, I hear literally this. It was. <laughs> And then this, oh, oh, no. this wave of stench comes oh. out. And then you can see on his ass just shit. No. Just shit spreading up his no, bum cheeks. No, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't. And people start moving away. No. And he's completely shorted out of the sides of his oh, small shorts. Oh, no. He is fast asleep. Fast asleep. Oh, God. Right. And everyone's moving away. Now he's got the whole end of the carriage to himself. Oh, Sitting there in his waist. Yeah. And then at King's Cross, oh, the, I get off. Weather. I get off and he wakes up and he looks down. And I just heard him say before I got off the train, I heard him say, I beg my pardon. Or something <laughs> like that. 
You know when you think I beg your pardon? Yeah, he said, I beg my pardon or he's something probably like that. probably like that guy. This is, you know, democracy manifest <laughs> guy. <laughs> he did have a really posh voice, though. Oh, oh. I beg my pardon. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, it's because... Maybe because he had a privileged upbringing and now he's on hard times. Mate, you know? I don't know, but either way, mate. And he was, was just used to people sort of like, you know. It was a really hard 25 minutes oh, of I my day. Just, I would have got off. There was nowhere to go. It was quite a packed train. I would have just got the next train. I got off a, a bus once in the middle of the night. Yeah. Because someone stunk. Yeah. And then I got on another bus and then someone else who stunk. Differently, but just as bad. Just got in, on in a I different thought, I can't just of... change bus again. No, you can't and you're just, just breathing it in. In, in, and there's nothing you can do. And you try that thing where you close your your nose internally. That doesn't even work. Do you know what I mean? It's going up there. Just lingers. The tendrils of stench. So that was my day in. In Freedom Day, yeah. And I can't explain to you just how burbly that farty shark sound was. You could hear the bubbles. Oh, mate, you've done enough here. As as the globules of shit pop and bubble from underneath the tight fabric of his shorts. the heat. And the stench and the heat and whatever he left in that chair until it got to Oldgate. Oh, mate, did he get off the train? I don't know. I got off before him. Should we start this episode again? Yeah, (laughs) welcome to Cheap Show. I don't know if that's my best work, Paul. Do you want that on record? Honestly. Because <laughs> it is. Uh, right, welcome to the segment of the show that I thought we'd left behind us, but this letter compelled me to return to Tales from the Shop Floor. Which is the segment of the show in which you, the listeners, send in funny, amusing, life-affirming tales, well-written life-affirming tales, of things that happen to you in the world of retail, Paul. Wacky wor- hijinks. It started off as charity shops specifically, didn't it? Because yes. we had people say, oh, a man brought his undies in and it was full of shit. <laughs> you know what's really bad? Talking about shit on a hot day. I know. Shit on a hot tin roof. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, my favourite of all time was the guy who died and then the woman in a bra and knickers ran out. Yeah, screaming. you know, we need cheery, upbeat, wacky stories like that. And not the cavalcade of scat that we often get. So what it... We wanted it to be something kind of funny, but it's turned into something deeply, deeply obsessed with the fluids and solids. And also pass out the human bod bod. And there's also quite a lot of stories about the struggling people upon our streets who have hit hard times and, you know, as a result are probably not as nice as you th- as you'd think a human could be. But, you know, what are you going to do? Punch down and, and attack them? It's well, like, this I, was I, your I, issue. I mean, you're bringing up all the issues again with this segment of the show, Paul. Now, like, and then sure? Gary the Coke dealer came in with a needle hanging out of his arm and shat the bed. Well. Hilarious. Please read this out, but don't <laughs> use my real name. And you just think, oh, mate. So I, I thought if we could take some of those stories away and focus on more interesting behind-the-counter exposés. Yes, because we are interested in shining a light on the industry of charity shop. Yes, we are. In this country. So we got a letter in uh, about a week or so ago from Lydia. Lydia is her name. Are you ready, boys and girls? Um, I'm ready for this. I'm, uh, I hope to be enlightened and I'm trying to sort of... Interject with thoughts and feelings. Any feelings that come up, Paul, I'll just... Uh, I'll voice them to you. you. Thank you very much, my professional and good-friended chum. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe kissy-kissy on the nose? Kissy-kissy on the tip of my nose. Take off my clothes. See where it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Goes downstairs. And that's what happens on my birthday. (laughs) If you play your card right, sir. Right. You ruined that by trying to do a pull back and reveal, didn't you? Pull back and reveal something to you in a minute. What? what, The helmet of your novice? (laughs) No. Not a Roman soldier. <laughs> Nobus. Nobus chunkers. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Maximus. Right, hello, Cheap Show. Hello, Lydia. Hope that you're both doing well. On a recent episode, Paul expressed his desire for a Tales from the Shop Floor free of splodge, fecal pudding, or new, new cry like the frame fecal pudding. Fecal pudding's good. Uh, or necrotic intimacy crevices. Yes. I've splodge, been si- fecal pudding, Necrotic intimacy. Yeah. What is it? What's, did she use? What crevices? Ne- that's necrotic, a bit of a tongue twister. Necrotic it- intimacy crevices. There's a lot going on necrotic there. Necrotic intimacy terraces. <laughs> that's a horrible place to live. <laughs> <laughs> Years of the yeah. circuit work coming yeah. up now, Paul. You did pull back and reveal. Yeah, I got it all. Got keep it all. doing it, don't you? And then I got off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, 
I've been sitting on this story for quite some time, fearing that it would be uninteresting in the absence of these elements, but I strongly believe that the time has come for this story to be told. The tale may be bereft of genital excrement, but should provide you with plenty to swallow nonetheless. Uh, like swallowing cum, that's what she's <laughs> yeah, alluding yeah, all right, to. <laughs> a big... <laughs> During my time in university, I worked as a cashier for a small greetings card shop whose name rhymed with Maulhark. I think we can all guess what that company is. Yes. The works. Tucked away in the Great form. work today, Paul. Thank you. Let's see how it drops off. Now, Tuck- could I just um, come on? We've interject got- one thing. This is weird because I know there'll be no splodge, fecal pudding, or necrotic intimacy, intimacy crevices. crevices. Yeah. I keep thinking, where's the splodge going to come from? Do you know what I mean? I'm like subconsciously no surprise splodge. <laughs> no, but I'm subconsciously because. I've been in this situation before, Paul. Sitting here, you're reading one out, yeah. and, I, and you know my brain is yeah. tuned to oh, go. Where's the poo? Where's the shit? He's <laughs> shat in that. He's, you know what I mean? He's come up there. You've had like, like he's got this weird muscle memory. For you know what I mean? It is. Anyway, just wanted to mention that there Please. is no M Night Spaffalon type <laughs> twist ending to this. All right. <laughs> M Night Spaffalon. <laughs> what a twist! He came. <laughs> Splash a lamb alone. Yeah, all right, that's, that's just not working. <laughs> During my time in university, I worked. Yeah, we got there. Took the way. Splash a lamb alone. <laughs> right, sorry. <clears throat> I'm back. Right. Okay, so the store sold your typical range of ephemeral pleasantries, cards, cheap candies and chocolate, stationery, etc. We've been there. We've seen it. Nice little bit of uh, scene setting. I like the world building Lydia's uh, indulging in. We were only really busy during peak holiday seasons, making for a very laid back and comfortable work environment. Mm. You can imagine the kinds of customers we'd see on a daily basis, old people humming over the perfect gift, uh, hurrying moms and dads on their way to a family gathering, assorted unremarkable pedestrians. Can I ask one thing? Yes. Humming over the perfect gift. Yeah. Just Weird. like, mmm, mm. mmm. Oh, oh, humming and harring. Not like, oh, oh, Or just oh, like, oh. imagine someone holding like a, a ring Vibrating. An old lady vi- vibrating. But they're just sort of um, trying to see what the natural resonant frequency is. I'm just going to stop you there because I don't think this is going anywhere. <laughs> and I'd like to move on with this long humming. letter. It's a bit of a, I, humming and harring. Yeah. I've, I've never heard that formulation before. Someone going, no, I'm humming but, over but something. I can, I can as see. in, I'm, I'm making... It's mm. a bit weak. It's mm. a bit weak. Shut up. What? Mm. Is that what you do? You go into a shop and go, mm. Yeah, I do. Mm. Mm. Pens. Mm. Books. Yeah. Mm. Milk. Mm. Milk. Bisto. Mm. 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 Condoms, please. <sighs> I want condoms. Big ones. Condoms in a I'm while. I'm double bagging. <laughs> <laughs> Can't double bag an acorn. Oh, poor. <laughs> right. Due to the admittedly throwaway nature of our store, we almost never saw the same customer twice, which made one regular we did have of particular interest. So the regular there is no spoff. I saw that look in your face. Oh, he comes in and comes. <laughs> I'm just thinking, yeah. Comes in and wanks in the happy yeah. birthday aisle. Right. He doesn't. He, he was a tall, heavy set man who looked to be in his late 50s or early 60s. He was usually dressed in a thick sweater, baggy sweatpants and reflective sunglasses. This man would come into the store at least once a day, sometimes more, and would mull around the floor space for upwards of half an hour at a time, doing very little but slowly ambling throughout every aisle and occasionally looking at an item that caught his eye. We did try to engage the man every now and then, but he would almost always dismiss us with an uninteresting grunt when we did. We just assumed he was shy. At the end of each visit, he'd come to the checkout counter, buy something very cheap like a single card or a box of chocolate, and then leave in an uncharacteristic rush. Eli, at this point, who killed Dr. Black? Um, strange. So I'm thinking maybe he is waiting for a partner who, who has an appointment nearby. And he's killing time. Yeah, that's what it seems like from this story. Do you see what I mean? Killing time. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, that's a good valid non-spoff based especially as he's hurrying up at the end yeah and I guess he sort of figures you know if I buy a card it means you know I haven't wasted my time and they're not going to sort of kick me out or start any business like that fair enough let's see where it goes he came in my face four times (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking I'm teasing Uh, none of us had any idea why he visited the store so often why he took so long when he did or what he was doing with the hundreds of the same few You're Turning 40 cards that he'd bought. Are there always that card? I'm imagining so. 
The man was by far our most recognisable customer, but we didn't know anything about him beyond what he purchased. A few of us, myself included, did suspect he was up to something and brought him to the attention of our manager, but he only shrugged and told us we couldn't really do anything about him. He never caused a fuss, never been caught doing anything unsavoury, and at the end of the day was a paying customer. He's a paying customer. Taking action against him based on nothing more than a hunch and some slightly strange behaviour would only serve to drive a dedicated patron away. Our manager also reminded us that we weren't exactly guarding diamonds, and there wasn't really anything worth stealing in the shop beyond packets of Cadbury's mini-eggs. A good choice. You do want to steal the mini eggs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like a good chucky mini egg. I don't like a mini egg. I never have. Not in excess, but every now and then you can I pop always one think, in. Yeah. You eat it, you think, eh. I thought you were an egg man. I thought you liked all eggs. I don't like all, mini eggs, all things cream in the eggs, forms of eggs. Dog eggs. I like chicken. <laughs> you love dog eggs. I see your dog egg yeah, collection. Yeah, you know what, Paul? That's, I think this dog is the episode man. where I come out and As a tell dog you, egg man. I eat dog, dog shit. I go outside yeah. and I... Yeah. And I yeah. <laughs> I got the truth. I fucking bend down. <laughs> like that. Do you and bite? cry. Can and I then ask? people come by, Paul, and they go... Uh, uh, mate, you're right. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> and I shove it. If you see a nice long, if you see a nice long dog egg, do you bite it from the top down like a banana, or in the middle like it's I don't know. Paul, imagine this the surface the of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible image, ladies and gentlemen. I won't describe it to you. I don't know why I'm a, I'm alive for what I do. Scat man, nom 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 nommy nom. Now nom, you nom, know what nom. happens in this story. Don't I you? do. I know the twist it ending. It is mysterious. It is. He doesn't smell bad. Nothing no, like that. nothing like that. He's just got a sweater. Just got a sweater and sweatpants and reflective shades. He's so that's mysterious. obviously it, he's hiding his be, identity, did it, though. Paul, I've had a little... Yeah, go on. Hercule Pryro. D.B. Cooper. Oh, yay. That's a hot That's a hot take. About the right stature and sort of... Yeah, D.B. Not... Cooper, man who hijacked a plane and got a load of money and then parachuted out the back of it, never to be seen again. What a fascinating, fascinating true crime story. Look it up. <laughs> I've got nothing. Are you okay? No, it's yeah. hot. Right. My balls are sweating. Ball. And they ain't cleaning themselves, mate. They're making You need a to nice... get some of those self cleaning balls, I've mate. Got, I've got... I can hear them. They're on their cycle. Oh, here comes the buffing brush. Scrub them good. Ping. Sweat. Cleaning balls. Yeah, you see, I've just got a swamp on. You got a big swamp on. I've got a, I've got a place Kermit the Frog would call home, right between my balls and my arsehole. Have you got like? I've got gooch swamp. Have you got a, a subspecies of muskrat? I have peridium mist. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, oh yeah, the story. The man continued to visit the shop for several months. One day, when he had finished his rounds, he bought a happy Easter card at the checkout counter. I had just finished ringing up the purchase when a mall cop burst through the door and confronted the man. The officer had caught him sneaking something in his pocket and sure enough, the man was caught with a prepay Visa gift card worth no less than $200. Immediately, the man was handcuffed and led away by the officer, looking extremely embarrassed and pleading that this has all been a big mistake. Ooh. The mystery deepens, doesn't it, boys and ladies, gentlemen and girls? Oh. Where mm. did you... But the gift card wasn't from their shop? No. But let's find okay. out where the story goes. Yeah. As it turns out, the man had been stealing these prepaid gift cards from our store on a daily basis, oh. sneaking out single cards with denominations of $50 or $100, $200 uh, from a rack at the back of the shop when no one was looking. We hadn't been the only store he'd hit either. Our manager confirmed that several other gift shops around the area had also been targets for the thief. This man had been focusing on these kind of shops for a very simple reason. They usually didn't employ anti-theft devices, meaning that he was free to pocket what he chose and walk straight out without any chance of detection once he'd been cleared by the cashier. Nice. So they weren't going to tag those gift cards like I imagine they would in other stores. Well, that's a real oversight, isn't it? Oh, yeah. All in all... We estimated that the man had probably stolen well over $15,000 from our store alone in gift cards. (laughs) The cops informed us that he was a retired electrical engineer who had been using a homemade activation device to verify the cards personally, then transferred the money directly into his bank account. Okay, proper scam. Proper scam. He's getting these cards. He's got a home reading device which activates the code. And then he just transfers the money over to his account. He turns it into cash. I don't understand. I mean, he did. I don't know how, but he did. But you have to... They don't. Yeah, 
They never turn into money. I don't know. But it's obviously like a store he's credit card out. or something like that. You know when you go in, it's like, do you want to buy a gift card, £50 for yeah, like staples or whatever? Yeah, I know, you have to use that card, don't you, to get the... Yeah, but you, if you don't spend all of it, they do give you the money they? back. They give you change. So maybe he figured out a way of getting yeah. a refund on it. And There's a lot of that. The money in back a, into in his America, account. In America, it's much more in the culture, those, those gift cards. Activate it, ask for a refund, money in oh, the bank. Maybe okay, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So the man was tried before a court and eventually went to jail on repeated petty theft charges. I heard that between each store, he'd collected well over $50,000 before being caught. Crazy. Yeah. To think that that's, it's both ingenious, but not common, because I don't think a lot of people were going to be able to figure out that kind of, he was an electrical engineer. Well, it's the type of thing that um, organized crime would be involved with. Yeah. You don't usually get a lone guy. No. It sort of reminds me of what those guys who sort of work out how to beat fruit machines because they worked in one of the companies that they happen in vegas you know what i mean is that why they're more computer based these days because people it's because a fucking algorithm on a computer yeah. which means it's very little there's lots of stories winning. in vegas of like cheaters who yeah who but get obsessive about what the technical aspect of it a fruit you know machine. what i mean how do you beat a fruit machine then unless you've got some kind of magic q style gadget yeah i think there was incidences because i know that. there are people who just wait by people who lose for five hours in yeah. a row and then sit on and then think the odds are better i don't know what the reality of that is is that what's why is your hand doing that you know that best of the worst video with the guy who reviews all the casino fruit oh, yeah. machines <laughs> he's like let's see this i'm gonna put some money in here let's see how you win oh, and i've lost <laughs> <laughs> he loses every time <laughs> that's all these fruit machine things remind me of yeah this is one of the reasons why i don't like gambling the way i see it is the chances are so remote of any kind of payback without long-term investment into it doesn't seem worth the, no, no. the, the well, chance. They work on a percentage advantage. So yeah. whatever it is, they're guaranteed because of the way they set the game up. Right. They're guaranteed to get 10%. So for every dollar you gamble, yeah, they get 10% of it. Who gets 10%? The house. Right. Okay. So where's the other 90% go? That is either won or lost. Right. Do you see what I mean? But they get... It's like roulette is a good way of looking at it. Okay, you've got 36, seven numbers on the roulette, yeah? Yes. They only pay you 36 to one if you hit one number. If, the, if you just go, I want it on seven, not yeah. black, not red, just yeah. seven, then, then your odds are what? 37 to one? 36 to one. 36 to one, okay. But your odds of hitting it are 37 to one because they've got zero. Then. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. their edge. They take guaranteeing. So they always make a profit on every roll, every card yeah, dealing, so, every pull so of the handle. If it was a fair, yeah. then you just you just get your bet. If you win your bet, you win the odds. But yeah. they always they always accumulate cash and everything. Put it in their favour. And yeah. the, and slot machines work in exactly the same way. Oh. So I think it's just the gambler's fallacy, people watching a machine until it's hot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's in. bullshit because the odds haven't well, changed. Then again, how do you beat a fruit machine then? You can't. So You'd have to have some manipulation, yeah, yeah. And, or know something about the reels. Or the, I'm sure there was all sorts of stuff. Probably back in the days when there were all gears and planks. When they were mechanical, and, yeah. it was much more like that. There was but these days, it's like, I wouldn't How are you going to do bother. it? Yeah. How are you going to do it now? You can't. But anyway, anyway, slots is just completely meaningless shit. Yeah, it's a boring way of... Yeah. It's a way I you always get confused it. when they put those on Game Boy casino simulations. It's like, yeah, there's no risk, not there's money. no chance, and you're just sitting there pressing the A button every 30 seconds to for get not, For nothing. It's like they're the most redundant game to Crazy. play. It's one of those weird things that without the gambling element, there's no point to no. a slot machine no. at all because no. you wouldn't waste your time. I know, but it's still addictive. It it's is. just it's the mechanism. Because the high of getting that win rewrites that four hours of failure so you've lived bizarre. through. So yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone, obviously. It's not for everyone. When the fun stops... Stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. As you can imagine, after this incident, our store was outfitted with the same anti-theft technology used in clothing outlets, and all items over $20 had to be tagged with magnetic IDs that could only be removed by an employee. Unfortunately, when corporate received word of this story, our manager was held partly accountable and was fired for negligence. A shame. He was a quite a nice man, but indeed absent-minded. That seems like a real fucking shit move by the corporation. Yeah to kind of basically say, we need someone to take the fall for this. But aren't um, that company are quite known for being cunts, aren't they? I don't know. I think they are known for like that kind of shitty uber capitalist sort of... Um... I mean, if their behaviour with their staff is anything like the effort they put into their fucking Hallmark movies, you know I'm sure I mean? it's like a needle to the and fucking aren't they, anus. Aren't they? I might. This might all be just libelous, but aren't they sort of Christian, Christian, oh, right, right-wing Christian I don't background? Know if it, I don't know if it's a Chick-fil-A type thing. I right. could, I could do the research and then you know not listen to this episode later and go we should have put an amendment in there and said they were not a far right organisation. I don't think they're far right, but I think they're very Christian right. Heilmark values. 
Is that what you're saying? Heilmark. Heilmark. <laughs> they had to discontinue their whole um, Hitler line of cards. Yeah. Hitler says happy birthday. <laughs> I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> I don't know. I've got loads of really good gags I'm not saying right now. For I'm pure on taste. cloud nine. Nine. <laughs> How does that even make sense? Hitler's saying I'm on cloud no. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Is that enough? We're doing Hitler gags. It just feels like something you do in your 80s. In the 80s sweaty. Well, the that school. was a different Tales from the Shop Floor. Yeah. Uh, to finish off, I hope you enjoyed my Tales from the Shop Floor, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for the continued exi- existence of this segment and that of Tales from the Dance Floor, too. Um, I will look forward to hearing future stories about men spoffing into pineapple tins or old women getting scorpions stuffed up their clouds and high-powered vibrators being sold as a charming bit of objet d'art. Those are all stories we must have No, told. we have. I would remember a story of an old lady getting a scorpion up her chuff. It would stick out in the same way the necrotic leg holes stuck out. It depends how big the scorpion is. I think Lydia just Maybe went the off tail, on the... If it was a very big scorpion, the tail would stick out. I'm not going Of the any. old lady's clunch. disgusting. Fucking horrible. Can you imagine an old lady's withered, papery clunch? Right. Uh, and Lydia, uh, thank you very a, much a for that. A scorpion tail coming out at it, Paul. Clunch. Saviour of the universe. Right. That's a horrible way to end the segment, and I will not be ending it on that visual image. So I'm going to say thank you, Lydia, for your lovely, lovely letter. And yes, there will be some dance floor coming back, because I'm presuming you're going to have some stories when you get back to DJing. Presumably, there will be. I look forward to more What a Tiny Man anecdotes, or... She came up to me and asked for this, and I told her to fuck off. I never tell people to fuck off. Don't be spreading that rumour. Well, it's the attitude, isn't it? No, I don't. Eli, enough. (laughs) Come with me and you'll see it's a world of froth imagination. Won't you be here with me in my froth shop of fantasy? If you want to view my perineum... Get down on the floor no. beneath me. Then you will please unsheath me. Look at my gooch. I hope it please thee. <laughs> Paul. Hello, welcome to the froth shop. Paul, you think... shut your mouth. I've had enough of you. <laughs> I haven't said anything. Welcome to the froth shop, boys and girls. Oh, right, we're here already, are we? Yes. Are we going to ting-a-ling-a-ling? No, of course. Uh, I would like a -a ting-a-ling-a-ling. And also, if you could incorporate, Paul, when you do the ting-a-ling bit, which you do, because it's part of the froth shop. Ah, but is it? I want some pug chops. But is it? I want pug pugging. What does that mean? Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. You go, would you like some pug chops, little boy? (laughs) No, not. that sounds all levels of horrible. Pug pug kisses. Little pug. No, no. No, hole. stop making everything worse with every word you say next. I would like some mumbly pug holes. See, there we go. No. I, a, I'm coming. Shh, I'm not coming. There's a, but there's a, I'm, there's a no, door. No, I'm coming across the street. No, there's oh, a door. There's ooh. a door, Eli, to the oh. front shop, but you've got to ring the bell. All right, I'll, and then I'll enter. Oh, wow, I could do some refreshments on this very hot day. I'm Eli Silverman. I'll, uh, there's a, a little door here and there's a bell. Uh, but which one do I want? There's lots of names listed here. Um, I've got... Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck it out. Fuck, fuck I knew he was going to find a fucking way to list random fucking things. Right, I'll ring the bell then. Ting-a-ling-a-ling. No, you just ring it and I make the sound. Uh, hello, I'd like uh, um, to come into the froth shop, please. Tee-hee-hee. Who's there? Please let me into the froth shop. Ah, smells... Hello, my name is uh, Albert of the froth shop. Hello, Albert. My, I'd like to bring you to another character instead. <laughs> I don't like this one no oh, more. Oh, fuck. And oh. this character is called Willy Wanker, and he owns the froth shop. <laughs> hey, oh. Hello, Willy Wanker. Hello, I'm Willy Wanker, and I own this froth shop. Hey, how are you doing, boys and girls? Come on in. I've got some lovely throth for you this week. What's your name, little boy? I'm Eli Silverman oh, of Cheap Oh, little boy Eli Silverman. Aren't you a hairy boy? I'm a hairy, very... ugly, stumpy-handed boy troll. Don't. Now, Willy Wanker. <laughs> Aye? Have you got sweets for me? Aye, I'm going to hand them over to Paul Gannon, and he's going to let you look at my new fabulous contrapulations on my Chucky Wok 
froth shop. It's fantabulous. It's magicalous. Willy it, Wanker, everybody. It's a magicalatorial bull. Cheap Show Universe 2.0's newest character. Continuing to let down everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> right, so thank you, Mr. Willy Wanker. I'll take it over from here. Where's I've, he going to go then? I'm just going to stand over here by the window. It's fucking hot. Okay. Is he going to watch us? I'll just wa- I'll watch you from over here. Looks like he's watching people in the street. He is. He's just watching people going by. Oh, stop it. Oh, he's... Stop it. You can't say that. Behave. Oh, love. Shut up. Willy Wanker, one of Cheap Show's most promising <laughs> new characters. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I've picked out a few things from Willy Wanker's froth shop. <laughs> I can't believe that was the best It's a good one, actually, Willy Wanker's. It's not. Good. It's actually the worst no. and most obvious joke I could have made. I like it. Come on, it's like Willy Wonka, but it's Willy Wanker. I'm Willy Wanker, and I stare out the window and look at ladies going by. Are you interested in sweets at all or what we're doing in your froth shop, Willy not, Wanker? Not particularly, no. Okay, he's boring. Oh, look at that one. Oh, you don't get many of those tip pounds. Willy Wanker. Everybody. You shut up. Oh, he's so rude and sexist. But that goes down well on Cheap Show, apparently, due to the popularity of characters such as Brandoff. And if he, I can do it, I can do it too. And then have ironic detachment. Therefore, distancing myself oh, from the heinous gosh, things God. that he says. It's not psychologically revealing. Stop talking. Give me some, some fucking froth. What? Here's the oh, first I haven't got my I'd... Vimto strings. Right, well, that you've lost out now. I'm right. going to have to go get my no, Vimto strings. You're in the shop now. I've locked the door. We'll save Vimto strings for next time. No, I want Vimto laces. Vimto strings sounds more fun. Oh, I twanged my Vimto <laughs> ring the other day. I fucking couldn't walk straight for a week. Oh, I tell you. <laughs> it's, the, it's the heat, ladies and gentlemen. It's made me go you, funny. No, I've got one. Tell you what. Yeah. I tried to do one of those squid ink recipes the other day. Squid ink with linguine. Yeah, not buying this already. <laughs> Came out looking like Vimto laces. All blue. Right, here we go. Here is the first candy item in the froth shop Come today. on, mate. Here we go. This is... He's handed me... Yeah? A Spider-Man... Do you think it's an official Spider-Man toy? S- no. It don't look like it. Spider-Man torch with Spider-Man depicted sitting astride a tall building. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. And holding aloft a web, I think, Paul. A nest, we- a web nest. With a golf ball, transparent golf ball sitting inside it. Yes. He's astride the building... The golf ball is enmeshed in his web. It looks like there's a little button. Is there a tab here? I don't know. Shall I do this? Yeah. He's pulled the tab out. I've pulled the tab out. I haven't tested this. I don't know if it works. This torch. There's a little switch in his armpit, Paul. Nice. That's where I'd put it. It's where you'd put the switch. Yeah. Where else would you put it? Right there. Yeah. Of course you would. Where his nubbin is. (laughs) Yeah. You've got to flick his nubbin to get the disco lights going. Oh my god! This is the worst thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It's great. Ding, 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 dong. Oh, I've got this. I've just realised, right? It has disco lights come out the top, making for a disco experience, a Spider-Man disco experience. There's no sweet, uh, there's no confection. I've just realised now, there's it's no candy. I thought it was going to have this candy in it. This isn't for the froth shop. Fucking hell, Paul. I'm sorry. Spidey toy candy. It says toy candy. Well, where's the candy the then? fucking candy. Maybe it is oh, in the bottom. Pop. Oh, oh, disappointing. The hollow building he sits astride. The smallest pack of small iced sugared pellets. Pellets. That's I'm not hardly. Even eat those. No, because we've had this before. We've like, had them hundreds of times. They're just sugar pellets. They taste of nothing and they're extremely sugary. What do you have to say to that, Spidey? There I went to the fish shop. What did I see? I, I saw a minge. I saw a gash. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the fish shop. What did I see? I saw a minge. I saw a gash. <laughs> I saw a fish looking at saying. me. You saw minge. Winky, winky, fish. Shy. Give me it. I want to have a go. I want to play with the thing. It's like he is inserted onto the building there. It's gone right it's up gone his right ass. It's gone right up his ass. And like, it's almost as if the web has sprung from his head yes. in agony. And what comes out as pain is this. Who is that? The fucking la- laughing frog or whatever. I went to the fish shop, what did I see? I saw a big fish looking right at me. I said, I'll have that fish for my awful tea. I got fish for tea. Went to the fish shop, what did I see? A gash and a slash and a minge and a tea. And... <laughs> pug, pug, discus pug. I kiss discus pug, I'll lie. I, uh... <laughs> He's not got nothing. I've got something. It just goes on forever. I thought it would stop. 
This is the kind of shit people literally can't listen to in their office. Harry Flash, Mingy Flash. <laughs> I went to the fish shop. What did I see? I saw Russell Harting interviewing me. He interviewed me with great stones there. She slapped me on the chinny chin chin. Wow. I'm going to have to raise my game. Go on. I went to the fish shop. What did I see? I saw I had a had. He was he was three. He's a young haddock. That's what I said. And he's got a scaly head. Yeah, doesn't even scan. Haddock's got a scaly head. He said, "I am. My name is Fred." I went, "Oh, what are you?" He said, "I'm a fish and a stick of poo." Right, <laughs> here we go. Here's my. I went to the fish shop. Shut up. I went to the fish shop, what did I see? A load of shrimps looking back at me. I settled half a dozen and he half gave me three. I was cross when I left the shop. <laughs> Can we stop this, please? It's like I'm in oh, a nightmare. I was kind of getting into it. <laughs> Froth shop, two out of... Terrible. Two it's out an of awful ten. thing and it won't work for long, will it? No. Once, the disc- there's no way you can change the battery, I don't think. You can just unscrew it and pull it out. You I can guess. change yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably just a, a, a C-cell or whatever. I've said it before, Paul. This is horrible earth-killing shit yeah. that will just remain in the crust of this planet when we're all dead and gone. <laughs> I went to the fish shop, what did I see? I saw a massive haddock. Went to the fish shop, mackerel size is saw my mother. Now <laughs> you've done it. You've done enough. Oh, went to the fish shop, what did I see? Why did you say you went to the fish shop? I don't shop? know. We're in the froth shop. Here's the next candy from the froth shop. Uh, that, I also give that too. Oh, well, now, ooh. Oh. Now, this is a bit... It's um, another toy candy hybrid. This is a jelly man, and it says on it, passionate about animal food. No, it doesn't. What does anal it say? Anal food. Oh, shit. Passionate <laughs> about anal food. <laughs> like a suppository. That's an yes. anal... F- so, what is it? Are these suppository sweets? No, they're probably just chewing gums. It is a one-armed bandit. It's a slot machine, Paul. Or the predecessor of what became slot machines. Um, it's quite a nice little design, much apparently, better than Spider-Man. I'm liking it. It's in yellow. It's got a, a see-through container. You can see what you win. Sort of domed container. And like uh, the reels of the fruit. It's a fruity. Yes, but as always, if you can't bear our horrible descriptions of things, there will be pictures on our website to accompany the things we talk about on this episode. So the cheap shot at UK. Now, I'm just going to get this going because it has a panel in the back you take off. Oh, you do? So you can refill it? That's all right. They're, they're in um, packets, these. They, they There's look actually like two packets of um, bubblegum gobstoppers. Right. What this, are they called? So this was a quid. The spider thing was pound fifty. Wow. Yeah. Well, it has and a light on quid. it. It has a disco light. It has ding, 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 like crazy frog. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? So do you reckon they're chewing gums, like the things you get at the bottom of those uh, ice creams? Remember those ice cream screwballs with the chewing gum at the bottom? Yes. That was a raspberry That's ripple. what I'm wondering. They or look whether like, it's a they sugary... They look and they um, smell like those... those those bubble gums you used to get. No, Try one. actually, having smelt it, it's must. It's sugary. It's a sugar thing. Isn't no, it? I think it is a chewing gum. Oh, yeah. Right, I'm ready to go now. Yeah, I've just tried one. It's a chewing gum. Now I'm gonna put it here on the desk. Port, yeah. Play it. You're gonna pull the. So what do you think is gonna happen? Just randomly, just no, one comes out anyway. Yes, that's what happens. Oh, oh they spin though. Yeah, the, the little things in the one arm oh, bandit spin. Oh, it's gum. Oh, that reminds me. Apparently, only Britain really calls it what. Um, one arm bandit. It's not really known as the one of those around the world. And yes, I'd already stated it was gum, and you'd obviously ignored me because your revelation then it, it fell on deaf ears. That's cheap. It's that cheap gum. It's very cheap gum. But it's a fun little thing. I want to have a go. Yeah, you pull the handle down, and one and comes out regardless of the result on the little spinner. But it's a nice little touch in it. What design are there? Oh, I got three jelly men. Oh, but nothing came out. Maybe I didn't nah. pull it hard enough. No, I don't get another candy. You don't get any. Oh, why, why can't I have a candy? Oh, there's one. Oh. There's one. All right, I'll have another one then. That's a bit of fun. Yes, definitely more fun than Spider-Man. Oh, that had a different flavour, that one. And they have different flavours depending on the colours. Really? Yellow was banana. What does blue, do we think? Raspberry? No, like a traditional bubblegum flavour. You got blue, did you? That's all right for what it was for a quid. Not too bad, Paul. What would you give it? I'd give that a six. Six out of ten? Six out of ten. Six froths out of ten froths. Again, it's... A piece of shit that will choke the ecosystems of the planet. Yes, but I would say it's better than the Spider-Man thing. Or is it? I just don't know. What else is there in the froth shop? And how is uh, oh. Willy, Willy Wanker doing? He seems... Um... Hey, oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just having a fag. 
Okay. Do you want me to roll you one? He, he smokes rollies, does he, Willy uh, Wanker? Do you want to roll it? I've got some uh, Douglas Bass smoke roll. Douglas Bass smoke roll. Yeah, I've got Douglas Bass. You smoke it. It's a northern thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right, this next item comes from... Is Mar- it toy? Yeah, but it comes from... Uh, remember Marta, who gave us a load of stuff? I love the stuff that Marta sent. Marta sent this. I think it's obvious why I had to buy this one. Share a photo of Eli tasting it. And what is it, Eli? It's a pig snout lolly. <laughs> it is. It's a I pig like snout this. with a little lolly at the back. Do you remember I've got a, like a sort of Rolling Stones human mouth lipstick? Oh, one. yeah. So it's still in my in the house of pig Yeah, it does. And this one's a pig nose now. Okay. Do you want to take a photo of me on this? Take a picture of Eli sucking the pig you nose. Take, behind the snout, there is a protrudence which yes. you suck. It's a multi-coloured me... lolly. Sexy boy taking a picture of the sexy boy with a pig nose. I've never seen you look hotter. Sexy boy. Pictures on our website, spoff.com. Mm. Is it a particularly rich, sugary flavour? Does it have any flavour at all, maybe? Yeah, it's like standard. It's standard like Blackpool Beach Rock. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Totally. There's a slight fruit, but mainly just a sh- sugar. It's less um, push pop, isn't it? It's more like stick of rock. It's rock, very rocky. Is it minty or just sugary sweet? Oh, it's fruity, you said, isn't it? Fruity. That's all right. What would you give it out of? What would you give that out of ten? What do you do with it once you once you, it, you put it in your mouth and you go, oh, I'm pig boy, and then it just kills marine wildlife it, for literally thousands of years. It yeah, because you can't just put it on a stick and go suck it and then throw it away. It's like here's a pig nose to stay in a box of things that ends up in a charity shop in a random box of other things that kids have sucked on. Would it though? You need to destroy it because it's got kid mouth all over it. Do you know what I mean? Don't like that pig snout. No, I mean, it's a cute little thing and we got a funny picture out of it. But, you know, what else did we get from it, Eli? Not much. Paul, I'm going to have to bring the Vimto's laces in as an emergency measure if these keep just being crap. The next one should be interesting. So apparently someone saw these and said we should try them because obviously uh, they're gross. So they are a selection of three different types of gummies, I believe. (laughs) We have poo drops, chili gummies... And snot shots. Oh, here we bloody go. So it's a gooey, delicious bogey, freshly picked, sticky and sweet. And they're apple-flavoured gummy sweets. What are your ones again? Poo drops, tasty gummy nuggets, cola-flavoured gummy sweets. Gooey cherry flavour centre. Interesting. And then gummy chilies, cherry and chilli flavour. Try and find the super spicy ghost chilli gummy inside. Oh, there's a roulette aspect. Hey, here we go. So these are very much trying to... um, Sort of be in the uh, market of being boozled. Yes, I mean, well, kind of, because like pop, the chilies are just chili gummies are a thing because we've tried them on the show before. They're we not did, yeah. novelty items. They're just no. In many parts of the world, it's how they sell. They like them, yeah. Sweets. These are from B and M. Tamarind and chili ones, which come from Mexico, of course. B and M sell these for two pound each a box, and you get hundred grams in. Oh mate. Do they look like poos? They look like little nuggets. Oh, little... They, they look sweaty. I know that. Yeah, well, they are sweaty. Sweaty poo drops. Oh, I'm going to look at the snot I'll ones. I have a half of these. Uh... Hello, bogey muncher, it says on the top of my box. Does ooh, yours say anything? There's a... Oh, they're very chemically. This says, hello, poo picker. Not off. Hello, poo pickers. Smell that's a terrible artificial oh. cola smell. That really is almost fecal. Hang on, let me try these apple ones. Oh, look at them. The snot ones. They're exactly the same. Yeah, they've got the weird glisten to them. Have you noticed that? Like, they're really glisteny. He's trying a cola one. Not a good sweet. Oh, God, they feel wet. I've never felt... like on the uh, snot? Oh, I didn't snuff it. Oh, so acrid and... Appley. Short, kind of apple sours apple. Acrid in the same way the cola is. That smells like paint thinner. Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell. Right, I'm testing the bogey. Oh, I hate the fucking texture of this. Yeah, the cola ones are exactly the same. It's that... You know what it means when I say, like, a fudgy gummy? Yes. Soft and fudgy. I fucking hate the texture of these. The flavour that's there is very chemically, so it's just a horrible... Really nasty ...eating experience. Oh, mate, right, get the chilies. Have one of the cola ones. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Have you had a bogey one? I've had a bogey, yeah. All right, I'll try a cola one. Oh, I hate the texture. Get over the texture. I mean, this, comparatively speaking, is better than the apple. Really? Mate, but... Ooh, the chilli ones are very different. These look like those chilli minis, which were the Pakistani sweets that we tried. (laughs) (laughs) God, they're unpleasant. 
I don't know what it is with all these sort of cheap, generic sweets. They all taste the same over the eons, you know? It's like those Poundland sort of Halloween or wet Valentine sweets. All of those, do you yeah. know what I mean? It all seems to come from the same Fucking mucky uh, barrel. Yeah. Huff it. Huff the chilli gummies. Oh, we can smell the chilli on that. Let's have a go. It's definitely more of a chilli smell than a sweet smell coming off those. He's shaking the bag. Oh. He's a pro. Oh, don't like that. Do you know what I mean? Well, for start, they... see. Now, we're going to see there's a roulette oh, aspect, so we'll tell you if we get the hard one. Yeah, because there's a big... slightly nicer texture, you can tell. Yes, no, already. they look less slimy and wet. Yeah. They they look like your average gummy, Haribo gummy. And they are depicting chilies with a so green top and a, a red, red bottom. bottom. Like, quick question. So it says that you might have a secret ghost chili. Yes. And they all look the same. Isn't it a bit unfair to just have one of them maybe really horrible and you go, uh Well, that's the whole sort of game aspect, which is a bit like being boozled. Do you see what I mean? So this is going to taste like chili and ch- cherry. So and the poo drops and the bogeys are just like, uh, uh, oh, bogey. That's the sort yeah. of gimmick. Uh, it looks like, uh. But with these, there's a sort of actual, do you see what I mean? An actual, uh, with the chili ones, there's an yeah. actual gimmick. A gameplay gimmick. Yeah. Do you remember? Oof, they had Doritos roulette, chili yes. roulette, didn't they? They and weren't they... that great. I didn't think they were hot at all. Well, you've got a good heat. Uh... Or maybe it's just I built up a tolerance. Shall we try one of these? Let's try the chili one. Gummy chilies. Better texture straight away. Nice initial chili uh, cherry taste. Oh. oh. I think I might have got a ghost pepper one. I got quite a spicy one, but I couldn't tell you if it was meant to be chili. I quite like that. I like the cherry flavour and the gummy consistency is nice because of the sparkly, crackly, chilly aftertaste. They're hot. Yeah. I don't know if I could sparkly. eat any more than... <laughs> sparkly, I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get the, across the idea of what my tongue is feeling right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sparkly and crackly. You know, like it's heat. Fire, I know, but it, like, it fires, it crackles It's, uh, in, uh, it's an interesting tongue. way of putting it, Paul. I never would have described the... I think the heat sort of flows in the mouth. It, it spreads, rises. yeah. You see what I mean? Rather than crackle. Ignites. Yes. But I couldn't, without eating any more of those, I couldn't tell you if that was the ghost chilli one or not. But that was... I'm going to try one more just to see. Yeah, just that to was see. Ve- quite hot. Really? Yeah, my one. Like, I can feel it sort of burning, burning. as it goes down. Yeah. Because I'm quite used to eating chilli now, often yeah. I get sort of basically indigestion problems with it. It burns as it go- as oh, it goes down the gullet. Dear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you do have sensors. I mean, less and oh, less. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. sensors down there. Hey, oh, Whoa. Willy Wanker. Do you want some tasty candy, love? Willy Wanker. Yeah, look, mate. What do you want? What do you think of these sweets? Oh, mate, I don't fucking know. I don't. I just sell them. I don't make them. Do you if like? They I... just put my name on them, face on the stuff. Do you have a sweet tooth? No, I fucking hate sweets. What do you like to eat? Pussy. Don't like them. What's that gummy like? That first one you had was definitely the, the, the ghost chili one. Really? Mm. So, what would this one? It's less hot. Okay. Yeah. I think of those three, the chili. Out of the three, they're easily the best. They're quite nice, aren't they? The chili ones. They're not. Because sometimes I really hate those chili sweets, like those chili beans. I hate. Yeah, but those ones that you got, which you mentioned a minute ago, chili minis. They were nice because the 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 gummy was tough and chewy. It was a tough gummy, and And they weren't very hot. I think these are basically modelled on those those chili minis. Maybe Millies. Was it Millie or Minis? But they were. They were. I believe they were Pakistani. I think they were. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Um, Either way. Uh, there we go. Right, nice. that's, that, that's, that's all I've got in me bag. That's all there is in the bag, boys. Is that it? That's it. Oh, Should we end with our drink? Well, I, I think that he has next door waiting for us. So, Paul, if you want to come through. Who? Who's got next door waiting for us? The uh, oh, the, the, the new soda jerk guy. The soda jerk. So, yeah, if you want to go next door, we can sort that out. And the soda jerker guy's okay, there Okay, let's you. go, Paul, all then. Right. Come on. All right, here we go. Door sound effect. And we're in the room. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Hello, boys. Oh, it's so good to see you. Paul leaves the room. Door sound effect. I'm not going in. <laughs> What's wrong with your friend, fella? I don't know, mister. But what? who are you? Oh, I'm I'm Juicy Jeremy. I do soda. Juicy Gem? I'm Juicy Gem. You can call me that. I don't like Juicy Gem. Tell that guy... He doesn't own me. I got a franchise in this place. I like to sell soda pop, young man. Get your God. friend back in it. Okay, I'll get my friend back in it. Hope the people in uh, the street outside. Door effect. Uh, Paul. Yes. What are you doing out here? I don't want to come in. Can, can, is that guy? Can, well, if that guy goes, Jeremy, I'll come in. Juicy Jeremy. Juicy, Juicy Jeremy goes. I'll come in. He's overbearing. He's, got, he's giving us the drinks. Le- I can't let, ask let him, him to leave. Put him on the floor and tell him to go. 
put them on the floor and tell them to go. Don't make me do this. I, don't, I find them overbearing and I'm not comfortable around right, it. Hang on a second. I'll see what I can do, okay? It's like, yeah, please. Door sound effect. Door sound effect. Jezza. Jezzy boy. Little Juicy Jez. And now Eli's self-tape <laughs> of him and Juicy Jeff. Oh, hi, little lad. Is your friend going to come in? I do love to give people soda. I like to watch little little guys drink it like... And they like to slurp it up and the fizzy, all the fizzy in their mustaches. I like to do that. Eli, personal point. Can uh, no, you make this fucking quick? I don't know I don't... what's this voice in my head. I'm Juicy Jeremy and Paul didn't want to be involved with me. And now he's set up a whole scene where I have to do some really in-depth yeah. character work. No, you don't have to do that. You just go, Paul says you have to leave. All right, I will. And then he leaves. That's all you have okay. to do. Okay. I don't need you to... Go off on tangents and talk about his personal life and what he does okay. when he's alone and how tough he's finding life and why does Paul hate me and what's going on and why am I alone with this character and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear any of that. I just want to hear you say, Paul says you have to go and then you do the voice of him saying, all right, I'll go, here are the drinks. And then it's done. 10 seconds, Max. Action. Door sound effect. Jeremy, we, we can't do this. I'm sorry, you'll have to leave. Oh, that's sad. Well, I always get asked to leave. I'll go out this trapdoor. Boop. I didn't like the trapdoor thing, but at least he's gone. Come in, Paul. Right, hello. Sound at all sound effect. Right, hello. We are in the uh, the soda jerk segment of Froth Shop Stop, putting things on the table. We're going to have to drink off the table. It's the noise of the table, which people imagine we'd be drinking off. What do they imagine? We're floating. We're floating in the air. The ice has melted, so that's pointless now, isn't it? We can't use that. I'm going to pour it out the window. And it's a chip glass. What shit's this? Well, I'll have to try not to... I've chucked it out the window. Can you chuck mine out the window as well? Stop the point on the table, Paul. <laughs> there we go. Two successful ejaculations out of a window. Okay, shall we start with the Crodini? Yes, explain what Crodini is. It is some sort of Italian sodi pop, Paul. Uh, it's in a little... Don't just start that. Went to the fish shop, what did I see? I saw an eel looking at me. I took the eel, I put it up. Yes, you know where I did. It's in my bum and it comes out my head when I... Just see. please. <laughs> That's my fault. I shouldn't have activated it. I'm sorry. Oh, I went to the fish shop, I'm what sorry. did this I see? Is, this is on me. All right, fair enough. Went down to the fish shop, what did I see? I see a person come It's half an hour, it. let's wrap this up. What's the drink? I, don't, I have nothing. I... What's the drink? Let's pour it out. Let's, Let's drink it Crodini. and end this fucking episode before we go mad. It's a Crodini, mate. Crodini is a, is a soft drink in a small glass bottle that you bought from a and local it looks shop. looks like someone who's a bit dehydrated took a piss. Yes, it it's does very have. very much a pissy colour. It's a Lucas so, Aid shade. It's a Lucas Aid shade, but yellow. Lucas shade. It's a uh, le- yellower Lucas shade, yeah. isn't it? It's a brighter shade of Lucas Aid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you got a lighter and I can flip this yeah. cap off? Here we go. Daddy Cool's now going to use a lighter to take the pot top off the bottle. And he's not doing a very good job. But that's fine. I even I find it tough. I don't have the dexterity. And Eli's got tiny hands. Shut so, your mouth. As Twice result, in one episode. I'll do it every episode until you get bigger hands. Right, I'm giving it. He's poured it out. I'm going to give it a little huff now. Here we go. Oh. Got cream soda notes. It's got some cream soda notes, but I'm mostly smelling the, the, the fruity bit, whatever that fruity. is, like the tangerine or something. Yes, but there's a sort of floral. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Like uh, Palm of Violets. Almost. Hedges. Hedges and... and, yeah. and uh, uh, it's a nice da- smell. Daisies. It's a nice smell, isn't it? Cuckoo spit. It's a nice smell. Almost rose watery. Yes. Do you know what I mean? To sup. Oh, there is a bitter. Mm. I was right. There was gonna. I was right That's to a real suggest it's bitter, bitter orange or whatever. So it's like Campari, but different. It's a bit more fruity Campari. It's a very. It fruity takes the up. edge off because Campari fr- is very bitter at times. Very kind of the pulp of a pomegranate Ooh, kind of bitter. But it's got a real bitterness underneath that. It's all right. I'd give that a six. Six out of ten. Yeah, the kind of creamy aftertaste and the the bitterness doesn't make it as a refreshing a drink as you'd like. As a result, I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. It sort of loses some kind of. Uh, it leaves a sticky aftertaste. Yeah. And that kind of takes away the, the refreshing. The end isn't very quenchy. It's the difference between Pepsi and Coke's aftertaste. I tend to find Coke's a bit more cleaner aftertaste where Pepsi lingers sweet syrup. Yes. You know, and, and that's I don't why like it. after you start a Pepsi, you know, like the first couple of sips are good, but then and after that, it's piss. It gets really syrupy. And when it gets flat, forget about really, it. Really? Flat Pepsi is much worse than okay. flat Coke. In this humble 
podcaster's opinion. Now, the next one doesn't have a label. I like bottles which don't have a label, but it has embossed in it its name. And what is it? Tass... And it is Tassoni. Tassoni, Citrata. Come on, pretty mama. Drink Camino, Campino. <coughs> Baby, where oh, do we off. go when we're drinking at the shop shop? Kokomo. There we yeah, go. That's pour the you some out, Paul. Thank you. Oh, it's a very kind of apple green detergenty colour. Light, yeah. Very light. Although, although, to be fair, once Greeny poured yellow. out, it's kind of almost champagne-y. What's the half you're getting? I don't know. Not as strong a half at all, is it? As the slightly as the, limey. I'm getting a note of lime. I'm getting lime and like bark, like grass. Oh, have you tasted it? Yeah. No, I'm gone. Fizz is better. The fizz is staying around. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. It's like a weak lime, very sweet, slightly creamy, but nowhere near bitter. Kind of cidery. Yeah. Kind of cidery. I like that. Almost perry. Yeah. It's sort of in between a lime and an apple. There's something citrusy, but yeah. also something quite apple-y. Less not in scrumpy that... and more Coppenberg. Uh, but not the not the horrible sort of no, artificial apple. Apple sours the, thing. Yeah. yeah, none of that. From the Fuck me. Because you know how much I like shots. my fizzy candies, my, my apple candies and stuff, and I, I, they're intolerable. They're awful. Intolerable. Oh, that's an, I like that better than the Crodini, I have to say. Um, I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'll put, I'm going to go eight for the Tassini. I'd I like probably that. say seven. I, I'm real not cold. quite taken with Imagine it. it was real cold. Yeah, with nice. icing. Yeah. 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 Nice, I'll it? give you that. Yeah. As it stands, it's just a slightly more refreshing fruity drink. Definitely much more quenching than the Crodini, which has a troubling sort of finish with the bitter and the sweet sort of clashing at the end. This feels like it's got pine or something in it as well. It's hard to explain. It's got yeah. a kind of woodland, foresty... I like it. They're, ambience. They're very good with their soft drinks. They've got their whole... Whole world of their own flavours out there. Right, are you two finished? Are you two finished? Because I've got to close this place down and go to the knocking shop for me fucking evening drillings. Your evening drillings? Yeah, I won't say no more because I'm meant to be family, family friendly uh, uh, candy man. And if anyone knows, I get up to fucking all kinds of dirty, dirty business. Like what? Oh, I can't tell you. Yeah. You sleep with prostitutes, do you? Well, no, I don't sleep with prostitutes. No, I don't do that. What do you do, Mr. Wanker? So, all right, so I clean out the pigs. And I'm I, I, pigs. Why do you need pigs look, to make? You don't sweets? need to know where I get the pigs from. You don't need don't, to know I'm not where they're sourced. Where do you get the pigs from? I'm saying well, I, I, I'm leaving. I'm not going to talk to this Willy Wanker guy. You tell him. Yeah. yeah? You tell Willy Wanker. But I'm not talking to you, mate. And don't look at me. Who are you we, talking to right now? Just so I know what's <laughs> going on. I'm talking to you, Paul. Right. Okay. Yes, Eli. But through you, I'm talking to Willy Wanker. Right. He's not talking to me then, no, no. more. Paul, just tell him we don't want to use him for this segment in the future and we'll be going to a different... Mate, you need to read the fucking contract. I've got a six-episode deal. So you want to bring it up with my lawyer? Who's your lawyer? Character. <laughs> we don't have yet. This hasn't worked at all, Paul. Shut up, it's working. Not you. Willy Wanker, shut up. Oh, well, Paul, I'm slamming the door. Tinkle, don't tinkle, slam tinkle. the door. Right, well, you're going to upset him now. He was very kind enough to welcome him into his lovely... I don't think he's a nice person and I don't think he's very well-rounded. Or well-written. You don't want to hear about me pigs. Are you talking through the door now? Yeah, through the keel. Okay, thanks, Mr. Wanker. Unless you've got some kind of... It's a big keel. Pug, chod, spod, or round ale. <laughs> no, I don't know what he's talking about either. Right, well, well, I'll see you next time, this boys and girls. Well, that was a successful work. episode oh, of Cheap God. Show. We went to the froth shop. Oh, we had God. a lovely letter. <laughs> he likes giving oh, up. God. Seriously, no joke. It we are tip to toe in sweat. I'm sorry, everyone. About I'm sorry. The quality of what should we do to atone for our naughtiness? There's nothing we can do. I can't. I can't pull out. Eight. I can't pull out anything. I can't find anything within myself that is in any way funny. Can I reach inside you and try and pull something out that's funny? Where would you go in, Paul? Well, join us after the break, <laughs> where I'll reveal what orifice I invade Eli in for the sake of a cheap gag. Bumhole. Bumhole's the answer. I went in via his bumhole and pulled out a wacky cracker with a top gag on. And what and was that, that gag? gag? Was, uh... Read it. It's right there. Hang on. I'll read it out to you. How many Eli's does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. 20. So together they have the size of one hand. Oh, to twist the light bulb off. off. Ha ha ha. What a wizard jape. So <laughs> this is the end. Oh, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, my. I can... Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. I'm sorry. Listen, 
If you still like us, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash cheap show. And if you donate. Wow. If Good like, timing on the asking for money bit. Yeah, oh, I know. Wow. Okay, but we've got to get it out of the way. It's the admin part of the show, the bit that most people don't like listening to. I know I skip these bits when I listen to other people's podcasts where they do all the admin. Oh, dear. I know how to spring up this thing. This is how we spring up this thing. <laughs> this is how we're going to spring up this thing. We're going to do the admin via the gift of sound. Thank you for coming to our pod. We hope you liked it quite a lot. Here's the email so you can email in the show. It's thecheapshow at gmail.com. And you can use social media too. At Paul Gannon Show, you'll say, and Eli is. E-L-I story, D-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. I think I've made this worse. So if you want to support us on Patreon, of course you can. Go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Fish, 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 fish. Fish is looking at my head and it's gone round. We also have a P.O. box as well. It's on our website, you can tell. Scroll there when you feel like hell. You'll find all the info there. Haddock here, haddock there. Tuna farmer, I don't care. I've got our big <laughs> script. Our website's thecheapshow.co.uk. Yep, hooray. You can go there any day and see things for yourself. Each episode's got a page for it. You can see the stuff we buy. It's funny, it'll make you laugh and maybe make you cry. Colossal squid, 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 colossal squid. I think that's all the admin that I can fathom in my head. This Facebook, Instagram and something instead. I've forgotten the rest. Anchovy, 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 anchovy. Oh, colossal squid. I think I've worn out this old guy. I better stop it before it gets bad and end this podcast so I feel glad and I can hit the booze again. Fish, water, 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 fish. That's what all I'm going to do. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. This has been our worst episode ever. Finally, we got there. At last. And we finally got there. Eli, high five, please. Ah! Excellent. See you next week on the only podcast that refuses to die. Bye.